Good evening, church. Welcome to Bible study tonight. Good to be together with ourselves again. We thank God for the entire day and the victory that he has given unto us in our endeavors. Thank God for the cross. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the assurance of salvation. Thank God for the kingdom. Thank God for the age. Thank God for the world is going in tandem with the will of God. And all things is aligning to God's eternal purpose and plans. And you and I will stand in our place and fulfill the will of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. You're welcome all tonight as we are joining. We give God all the praise. We are we are pulling together in the in the grace of God uh, as we as we as we strive for the kingdom. Hallelujah tonight. Let's have a word of prayer tonight before we start the meeting. Father, we thank you for calling us again together tonight. We thank you for the ministration of your word. We thank you for the grounds and the hearts of your people. We thank you because our hearts are ready for your word. Thank you because your word, oh God, separates us. Your word consecrates us. Your word sets us apart. Thank you because you, we've been redeemed by the blood. And you've redeemed everyone in your plan, every tongue and tribe, everyone from each nation. You've called them together that you might show forth your grace. Lord, as we come to, together tonight to behold your word, thank you because your word is blessed. Our hearts are ready. Holy Spirit of God, our teacher, teach us. Minister to each individual in their place of need. Let every soul be encouraged. Let every soul learn. Let the spirit of sincere obedience, Lord, be at work in us. We thank you, O Father, tonight. For our prayer with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Um, I want to start tonight as we press on in our study of uh, bearing fruit. Bearing fruit, we studied um, in our last study and uh, looking at this critical and important topic. Um, I want us to know as we go on tonight that the word of God for us is our very life. And the way you handle the word of God the way you value and cherish it is the degree to which it comes alive to you. You see, God's word is living and active. God's word is not dead. God's word is alive. And I want us to, to know that there's no other means which we can be preserved and kept in this world before Christ return. There's no other means of, of guidance. There's no other means of knowledge. There's no other means by which we can identify the truth from the wrong. There's no other way by which we can be encouraged except by the word. Therefore, we cannot afford to be far away from the word and hold on to the truth of God's word. Let me read for us tonight Deuteronomy 32. This was Moses by, by the Holy Spirit writing to the people. You know, sometimes there are ways we we mishandle the word, 
we 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 underrate the word of God. We 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 don't um, um, give to it the 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 importance it deserves. It's our very life. You know, one of my pains and my prayer, in particular, is that we will we will hold on to the word of God as our very souls and our very lives. You know. When a doctor prescribes medication, that's, that's, the, that, that's the best he can do. It is the responsibility of the patient to, to use the medication as prescribed. For us to succeed and gain victory in the world, we must follow the prescription of God. The Bible has 66 books packed in one volume called the Bible. And in these volumes of books written is our, our instruction manual. He that keeps to it shall find peace. He says in Proverbs 4, he says, my son, attend to my words. Attend to my words. So we are called to attend to the word of God. And if we are sons in the kingdom of God, then our responsibility is to attend to every word of God. He says, incline, attend to my word, attend to my word. Do all diligence to pay attention to my word. Keep that word. Don't, 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 don't treat it as, 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 as of no importance. Attend to my words, incline your ears to my saying. Let my words not depart from thine eyes. For they are, keep them in the midst of thine heart. You see that? Attend to the words. So if you are looking for life, there is no life for the kingdom, for the kingdom believer outside God's word. So we take the word of God. It's our very lives. And put God's word to practice. There's trouble in the world. There's chaos in the world. Yeah, it won't, it won't abate. You know, when Christ was, was he said, As, uh, um, let's give this money to the poor. He said, no, the poor you always have among you. That means there's no amount of government policy that would take away the poor from, from the society. That means no government can meet it up until Christ comes. It's only in the kingdom of God. It's only when Christ returns that all things will come back to normal. But as long as we are now on earth, we, 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 are, we, are, we are commanded by the Lord to hold dearly to his words. Proverbs 3 and verse 5, he says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trust in, it, it is a trust in your government. It is a trust. It is even trust in yourself. But how can you trust in the Lord when you don't know his word? Because his word is what we put our trust on. By his word, our faith is developed. So if you are weak in the things of God, it's just to the degree that you are weak in the word of God. You can't be stronger than the word of God you have on, in your inside. You can't be full of faith beyond the word of God. In Romans 17 says, for faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So how do you hear the word? God's word must be priority to you. Deuteronomy 32, I read, I read verse 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 forty eight. Uh, I, I, I read verse forty six and 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 forty seven. Hallelujah. God has not called us to impress the world. He has called us to show the world who He is. God has not called us to be to conform to the world, but he has called us to conform to himself. Praise God. The church is separate. We've been bought by the blood. Amen. Glory to God. We have a shepherd. We have, we have, we have, we have a redeemer who is leading us. Praise God tonight. And therefore, if you are in the kingdom, then your confidence, your life must align with his. And he said unto them, that is Moses, see your hearts. He says, set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day, which you shall command your children to observe to do all the words of this law. For it is not a vain thing for you. The word of God is not vain. 
That means if it's not vain, then you pay attention. You study to do. You listen to do. You dedicate yourself to him. You trust his word as, as true, as faithful. You hold his word as sacrosanct. Every other counsel must be placed by, by the side of his word and let his word tilt the, the, the scale of your judgment. Hallelujah. That's where you can find peace and find joy and rest. Amen tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I want us to open our Bibles tonight to, to the book of Luke. Um, Luke chapter number eight. I want us to just take a, a, a little review of, of, of where we, we started from. Uh, and then uh, we'll read a few scriptures tonight. Um, Luke chapter eight, we'll read verses 14 to 15. Let's, let's turn it tonight, everybody. Luke chapter number eight. Um, Luke eight, if we can read all, uh, well, we won't, but what but, but a little we can read. I'm going to read Luke eight. Let's read verses 13, or rather 14 and 15. Of Luke chapter 8, verses 14 says, And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they heard, when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart haven't heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. So you see, the Lord is saying to us that the, 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 the fig, the, the planting of the Lord brings forth fruit. And who is the planting of the Lord? You and I, the church. Praise God tonight. You know, we took our text last in last teaching in Luke 13 from verse 6, where it says, where, 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 where the the, the 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 Lord of the harvest came and said to his vine dresser, he said, 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 look, this particular tree is not is not is not producing. Let's 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 turn it tonight. Let's read it. Look at him. Just flip forward a little bit. Look at him. And remember that Jesus is teaching his disciples, he's teaching those who will be his apostles. In Matthew God's Bible says, when he has sat upon, he has sat upon a place, he called his own and began to and to teach them this truth. So this parable of, of the sower is directed to the believers, to his own. He's telling them that my expectation for you is that you bear fruit. This Christian work is not a thing that we just profess. It must show forth in our life. And, and, and God is enabling us. God is strengthening us to be, to be fruit-bearing believers. Luke 13 tonight. Let's turn the book in our Bibles. Luke 13. I read from verse 6. And he said, He spake also this parable. A certain man had fig a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon. And found none. If God comes, comes, comes to, to look for fruit in your life, what will he find? If God comes to find the fruit of, 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 of studying the word in your life, what will he find? If God comes to find the fruit of prayer in your life, what will he find? Hallelujah. Because God is always seeking for fruit. Because he has enabled us to produce. Let, let's, let's, let's go on tonight. Then said he unto the dresser of the vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? Verse 8. And, and he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also till I shall dig about it and dung it. And the teaching that we're doing right now is part of the digging and dunging by encouraging, by, by, by calling your attention to the will of God, by, by, by raising and opening your eyes to see God's expectation is part of the dunging and the preparing so that you can bear fruit. I'm praying tonight that as you hear these words, you will know God's expectation for you to bear fruit and you shall begin to bear godly fruit. Part of the fruit that God is seeking for you is, is, is the fruit of, of prayer, the fruit of studying and reading the word, the fruit of obedience. Hallelujah. I'm coming there tonight. But let's read verse 9. And if it bear fruit, well, that's praise God. 
And if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. Wow. May this not be our lot. May this not be our portion. But if, if the word of Christ is to be held, which is to be held, we must take his word serious. There is a cutting down for the axe is already at the edge of the tree. For every tree that does not bear fruit shall be cut down. May you not be cut down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we saw that in the last teaching. Let's go also to the Bible tonight to Matthew chapter 3. Matthew 3 tonight. Matthew 3. We'll read from verse 7 through 10. Matthew 3. Hallelujah. Someone say, Pastor, I seek to bear fruit. I say to you, the Lord will strengthen you. Let's read from verse 7 of Matthew 3. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come in his baptism, that is John the Baptist, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who had warned you to flee the wrath to come, bring forth fruit, fruits, meat for repentance. And think not to say within yourself, we have Abraham to be our father. What he said to them, he says, do not excuse the fact that we are in the church. We are in the kingdom. Therefore, it doesn't matter if you bear fruit or not. He says, no, don't think so. That you, are, you are, that you are in the kingdom is not an excuse for you to live just like you want. No, no. He said, for God is able to raise for himself stones, children from stones. That means God expects everyone in the kingdom to bear fruit. And now also the axe is laid upon the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree, every tree, every tree. Now, they are all trees, but God has an expectation from all the trees. And every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. These were the words of John the Baptist. Now, I will come to something he said later on in Luke's gospel, the third chapter. As we begin to look at what exactly are these fruits. Amen tonight. Praise God forevermore. Talk me also in your Bible, just the, the next few verses forward. Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Let's read from verse, from verse 16 of Matthew 7 to 19. Praise God. He says, Ye now, now all these things we are reading are the words of the Lord. So that we don't, we don't live in ignorance. We don't, we don't think of our own rules outside his own rule. No, this is what he expects of the church, both for us and everyone. Hallelujah. The church at Oba, we must bear fruit. We must show for Jesus. We must show for the character of God. Hallelujah. It is not a thing to be negotiated. Let's go on tonight. He says, you shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes or thorns or fig of thistles? Even so, every good, hallelujah, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. Wow. That means the way we know good trees is they bring forth good fruit. And if you are a good tree, then you bring forth good fruit. Praise God. You see, it's not difficult for trees to produce fruit because by nature, they are wired to produce. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. If there be anything that brings glory to God is that we bear much fruit. He said, for daring is my father glorified that he bear much fruit. Listen, in John 15, Jesus was speaking to the, to, to the disciples and he says, this is how my father is glorified. I want to glorify the father. Hallelujah. I want to bring joy to the heart of the father. Praise God. I want, I want God to rejoice over me with, with, with joy of triumph. How do I do that? By bearing fruit. That's how God is glorified. God is not glorified when you buy a new house. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a blessing to you, praise God. But it's glorified when you bear much fruit. For a building is not a fruit to God. It's a fruit to you. Your car is not a fruit to God. It's a fruit to you. What God, what God takes glory for is the righteous fruit you produce. 
Hallelujah. We, 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 are, we are coming in tonight because peace is God's expectation for you. And this is how we ought to live. But let's go on tonight. Say, even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. Matthew 7, 17. But a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Wow. That means, that, means, that means no corrupt tree can bring forth good fruit. Praise God. And for everyone who is not corrupt, for everyone who is born again by the seed of God, then we, we, we have the ability to bring forth good fruit. We just need to pay attention and know that this is what God is expecting of us. And we can't do it until we stay in the place of the word, in the place of prayer, and know the will of God. You see, we cannot produce fruit without knowing the will of God and abiding in him. It is says, and a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. 19 says, and every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruit you shall know them. Now, let me say this tonight as we, as we go on. Why would God Expect you to produce food now. Ask yourself that question. Do you have the capacity to bear fruit? You know, I, you keep saying, Pastor keeps saying, bear fruit. No, I'm not one saying bear fruit. It is the Lord that is commanding us as a church to bear fruit. But can God command us to bear fruit without giving us the capacity to bear fruit? Now, let's look at it this way. Without a seed, there can be no fruit. If I don't plant seed in my garden and I go to get fruit, I'm being unjust. If I don't plant my yam seedling and i go to my to my to my farm the time of harvest to 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 harvest yam i am i am i am i am not i'm not i'm not i'm not just but i would be justified if i have planted the seed and done all that a good farmer should do and I go to my farm at a time of harvest to expect to find something, then I'm just. So without first the planting of the seed, there is no hope for fruit. But now for us, what, why? What is, the, what is the justification of the father requesting fruit from us? Now, I'm going to show you this tonight. Turn with me your Bibles this evening to 1 Peter chapter number 1. Without the seed, there's no prospect for harvest. Without the seed, there's no justification for fruit bearing. For no one can produce without the seed. Now, First Peter chapter 1, we'll read from verse 18. First Peter chapter 1. It says, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed, hallelujah, with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversation or lifestyle received by the tradition from your fathers. But with the with with but 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 with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. Now follow me carefully this evening, but was manifest in these last times for you. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him 
glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Now, notice here, first and foremost, that you are not, the, the, the token of our redemption is not from anything corruptible. Hallelujah. The token of our salvation, we're not born again by, by the means of, of anything, not, not by silver, not by gold. But by the precious blood. So, so our salvation, you see, you see, God is demanding us bear fruit because, because the seed of our salvation is the precious blood of Jesus. It is on this grounds that God will expect. That's why he said he's, he's taking space in this place and he's not bringing forth fruit. Now, let's go on tonight. So the first thing to note here, or the first ground on which, on which God is asking that each of us bear fruit is because, because, because the highest price, the highest seed has been sown in our spirits. The highest price has been paid. We're not saved. We're not redeemed. Hallelujah. Praise God, we are redeemed. Praise God, we are saved. Praise God, we have escaped the wrath to come. Praise God, the blood of Jesus avails for us. Praise God that we are separated. Praise God that, that we have been moved out of the, of, of, of the region of darkness into light. Hallelujah. We are no more in darkness, but now we are in the light. Therefore, if we are in the light, then we must, we must live and work as those who are in the light. Apostle Paul said in Galatians 5, if you read downwards from verse 24 downwards, he says, he says, if we then live in the spirit, let us also walk. Why will he say walk in the spirit? Because we live by the strength of the spirit. Glory to God. The spirit of God dwells in us. It's on the grounds of his indwelling that, that, that we are commanded to produce. Hallelujah. You see, the, the power to produce fruit is already embedded in the seed. By the time God designed the seed, he put in the seed the power to produce food. Glory to God. That's why Paul wrote also in Philippians 2. We'll read verses 12 and 13. We read it last time in church. You know what it says? It says, it says now I, I, I charge you to, to be obedient much more now in my absence, but also in my presence. It says, it, says, it says you must seek to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Now, notice that. Walk it at God. He didn't stop there. He says, For it is God who wills and also in you will help you perform that which He has put in your heart to do. So, in the seed is the power for reproduction. So, as we say, in the seed is the power to reproduce. Say, so in the seed. Is the power to bear fruit. Every seed has fruit in the inside, and every fruit has seed in it. That's the principle of God for creation. So when we are born again by the blood of Jesus, that blood that saves us is also able to help us produce food, is also able to keep us till the end. You are not bearing fruit because you are not paying attention to the capacity of the seed of God in you to produce. You're not meant to struggle to bear fruit, praise God. You're not meant to struggle to read your Bible. You're not meant to struggle to do, to do good works. You're, you're not meant to struggle by the power of redemption, by the token of the seed of God in you. It's, it, 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 it's natural now. It's a natural thing for you to, to, to live a, a life pleasing to God. When he says, sharing is my father glorified that you bear much food. God, God, oh, what a privilege for God to be to take glory in you bearing fruit. So in the seed, there's the ability by design to bear fruit. Let's go on tonight. Verse 22 of First Peter chapter number one. He says, seeing ye have purified your souls. 
You see, but, but, but this precious blood, your souls was purified. Hallelujah, praise God. My soul has been purified. So also your soul, amen. So uh, uh, you're, we are not one again with the world, praise God. That's why it says, be ye not unequally yoked. Our souls have been preserved. Our souls have been, have been separated. That's the reason when people have gold in their possession, they don't keep it just anyhow. In fact, they keep it in a special place in the house. If it's kept in the house. Why? Because it's special. Our soul is special. Oh, our soul is precious because, because it was redeemed by, by, by the precious, the, 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 the glorious, the, the highest, the, the oh, I, I, I praise God, by the precious blood of Jesus. See, you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. 23, see you now. Being born again, praise God. Not of corruptible word. Now, remember we read in Matthew and Luke, it says in Matthew chapter, chapter number seven, it said for a corrupt tree cannot produce good fruit. Now, we are not born again through a corruptible seed. So our seed is not corruptible. Therefore, we should not be producing corrupt fruits. For he that is born again by the seed of God will produce the kind of fruit that God only can produce. Amen tonight. Being born again, not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abided forever. Now, that means every believer, if only you can be sincere with God and say, I, I thank you because I know I am, I am, I'm, I'm born again by, by, by the precious incorruptible seed. And therefore, Lord, thank you because nothing corrupt comes from me. Praise God. Hallelujah. See, folks, it's impossible for, for, for tongue and tissue to, to, to come out of, 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 of a mango tree or, 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 or a berry tree. You know, today, this evening, I went briefly to, to, to the salon. And I sat down there and, and my heart was just grieved. My heart was just grieving and I was grieved for the things I was saying. Hallelujah. I'm just, I, I, uh, I felt as though I was, I was, I was in the wrong company. I, 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 I wish I was, I was, I was in your company. I, I wish it was in church setting. I, I, I felt, I felt like a fish outside water because, 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 because of the things I'm seeing, the food I'm seeing. You see, that food is not the kind of food that I want to see because that's not, that's not my nature. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not drawn to such trees. I'm drawn to trees that produce like myself. Hallelujah. I'm not comfortable with trees that bear tongues and prayers and tissue. I'm not comfortable with trees that, 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 that produce corruption. No, I'm not comfortable. Why? Because the seed in me produces fruit that brings honor to God. So every believer who is born again by the seed of God that is non-corruptible produces by nature and by design. There's this desire in you. There's this, there's this freedom. There's this, there's this, there's this grace and strength in you by the spirit to produce. You know, sometimes some folks will say, ah, I'm being pressured to, to really, have you seen a tree? Uh, maybe two trees are planted by each other. And one says, well, I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm being pressured by the other tree to produce this kind of fruit. No, it doesn't happen. But the danger will now be when there's a grafting, when, when, there's, when, when, when there's too much interaction with, with, with the wrong tree, chances are that the good tree, in that sense, 
might begin to produce something bad. He says, he says in 15, he says, be careful and, and, and watch yourself because evil communication corrupts good manners. Part of the fruit that God wants us to bear in this time is that we, are, we don't get comfortable with sin. We don't get comfortable with the world. We don't pass it. Let's not get to a threshold where, 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 where sin stops bothering us. Let's not get to a threshold where evil becomes good. You know, today as I, as I, as I was in the salon, you know, there were these two guys that came, they looked like women with their heads spreaded, with their ears pierced, their nose pierced. And I was grieving in my spirit because I, I, I felt I was being choked. I felt if I could just go out, I felt but 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 I, I just want to shame. So so I I I I I I endured. I am not comfortable. See, the child of God cannot be comfortable in the face of evil. <clears throat> and the world is waiting for our fruit. The hungry world is groaning for the manifestations of the sons of God. And here we are, God's children, hiding our, our heads in the sand and, and trying to compromise and trying to be like the world. No, we are called to stand out and bear fruit and please God. We are not called to please men. We are called to please God. So say amen tonight. So we are born again by the seed. Now remember, when God will make in creation. He said, I've put every, every, every fruit-bearing tree seed in itself. So for, for God to command fruit, there must be seed. Praise God tonight. Amen. God has designed in the seed the ability to naturally produce. Amen. Just like a, a child, by design, by his DNA, as he's growing up, he should begin to walk. He should begin to crawl and begin to eat and begin to cool. You don't teach a child to do that. By the seed, by the DNA in the child, that child is wired to do that. There are things the true church is wired to do. If you're not seeing that, that is not the that, that's not a true church. There are things that the true believer is wired to do by the spirit of God. The things the spirit of God in you wires you to do, it becomes natural to you. One of it is by nature you hate sin, by nature you walk in love. Now we'll come to that. There are things that we are wired to do, and God is glorified and honored when we live like this. When God cleansed the first world and saved Noah and his sons and all his household, and when one came out of the ark and offered God a sacrifice, pleasing to God, God set a rainbow. God caused a rainbow upon his throne because above the of God, there's a rainbow. God caused that rainbow to come forth as a token of his covenant. Never again to destroy the earth with water. But the earth will be destroyed ultimately and a new one to come. But it won't be by water. And when Noah offered a sacrifice, and God smelt it, and God blessed Noah, and, and, and God made what he said in Genesis, he says, be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth. Says for as long as the, the, the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest. So when there's a seed, there must be a harvest. When God comes to you, what is he harvesting? It's God. Ask yourself that question. What 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 harvest is God? Getting from my from my life. What glory is God getting from my life? What glory is God getting from, from, from my existence? What, what, what am I giving him in return? 
for the seed he has sown in me. So seed, very important. And the Bible says we are born again, not, praise God, not, not of the corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible seed. By the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. So if the seed that saved us is incorrupt not, cor not corrupt, therefore, by design, we are also able to say we are able. Hallelujah. You know, one day, Peter asked Jesus, when Christ was teaching about forgiveness, he said, Master, how many times ought my brother, ought I to forgive my brother when he offends me? Now, he quickly gave a figure to show, you know, he thought that is so great. He said seven times in a day. To him, seven times a day was so huge. He has given a, a, a he has passed himself and, and so high before the Lord. In the community of the believers, there's, 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 there, you know, there, there are times we have interactions and, 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 and God has set rules for us to obey. And, 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 and Peter was, 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 was testing his own, his own, his, 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 you know, his own path and says, Lord, how, how often? Seven times? And Jesus said to him, nay, but 70 times, seven times. Jesus wasn't saying to count, but he's saying to him, you have what it takes not to take offense. Praise God. For we must live before him with unfeigned love, bearing up one another in the church, producing the kind of fruit that Jesus himself produced. So he laid it down for us so we can, we can, we can have a pattern. Folks, it's not difficult. If it's difficult, then God will not ask us to do it. He has put in us that seed. And part of this teaching is the, is the dunging, is the, is, the, is the fertilizing, is the, is, is the digging around. We are digging again. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are dunging so that we can understand that, that this is God's expectation. And, and we have been encouraged to go forward tonight and begin to bear fruit. What kind of fruit? The fruit of prayer. It's, it's time for you to begin to, to, to aspire to pray. God wants you to pray. Glory to God. He wants you to read the Bible and, 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 Meditate on it day and night, you know, as, as, as much as you can, because that's how your life can be strengthened. That's how you can get victory against this war. Yesterday, my, my wife and I were, were, were coming from somewhere, and, and she entered a pharmacy, and then the pharmacy just burst out. This country, I'm tired. Oh, this country is finished. And my wife shouted at him, stop that nonsense. This country is not finished. An older man was by his side. And, and he told him, where in the world is there no problem? And the man says, Doctor, my, my daughter, you are correct. He said, if you are not careful, you will just get yourself into a difficult situation and, and, and you, will, you will ruin your health. Child of God, we are in God's kingdom. We are scattered abroad everywhere in the world. Everywhere a child of God is, you are in the kingdom. Your source is not the world. Your source is not the government. Your source is not anyone. Your source is God. He's our source. Because his seed, her partners, will bear the fruit of perseverance, of endurance, of strength, of joy. For God's kingdom is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, in peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, producing the fruit of joy, of peace. Hallelujah. You know, you know, when, when you come to a place, life comes there, not death, because you carry life. The life of Jesus is called the endless life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus never promised us life a void of problem or challenge. He himself had challenges. 
And the challenge in the world did not come because of you. It came because of sin. The world is a falling world, and the world is fading away. It's rolling apart. You need to stand in God and know and look up because your redemption is in God. Your redemption is in Christ. It's not in the earth. Put not your treasure on the earth where thieves can break in. Child of God, we must come to a place where our fruit begins to be among those things that we look up to God for. We must be the joy of the earth. Let no challenge bother you. Be anxious for nothing. That word hasn't changed. It still, it, it still stands. Be anxious for nothing. It means for nothing. If there are no reasons for anxiety, it won't say be anxious for nothing. Let your confidence, let your joy begin to attract men to you. Begin to produce fruit of joy, boldness, confidence, and faith and hope. Let men come and ask of you, what is it about you that you are so happy and begin now, start telling them the reason of the hope you have in Christ. Sanctify the Lord God in your heart and, and be ready to give an answer to everyone that asks you of, of the reason of the hope, of the hope, of the hope you have in Christ. Part of the fruit God expects of you is a fruit of hope, the fruit of faith, of love, of joy, of endurance and perseverance and, and, and strength and, and belief in God. God wants the church to begin to work in the mandate which he has called them. And you and I are the church. So everywhere we go to, we carry the grace, we carry the glory, we carry the confidence, we carry the joy of the salvation of God. Everyone tonight, this is a year of, of full bearing. Because the world is thirsty, the world is hungry, the world is, is famished, there's, there's, there's hopelessness in the world. They need to find a fruit of faith in us that through our faith they might be revived. For every good tree, we produce good fruit. And the seed with which we are redeemed. Is 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 the seed of the word. Glory to God. Nothing is is better than God's word. No seed is 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 of is in oh hallelujah. Tonight, as 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 we round up in 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 this session, let me tonight introduce us to the kinds of fruit. That scriptures is talking about what kind of food exactly is God expecting from this seed that He has put in us? Hallelujah! You know, <laughs> the seed that is in us now is is Christ Himself. Is Christ? You know, there are many times that Christ got into tight corners. Many times. And he was amazed that his disciples haven't been with him. Could not, you know, he kept he kept chastising them. Oh, how you how 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 come you are so faithless? How come you don't have faith? There's no seeing me, seeing the father in me. What 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 else do you need? Some of us have the scripture, yet we are still, we are still, we are still, we are still so so fearful, so afraid. Be bold, be full of joy, be full of hope. Your future is bright. Your future is not in the world. Your future is not in the hands of any government. Your future is in the hands of God. He says in John 17. He said, very soon, you will not see me. The world won't see me. For I'm going away. But you shall see me. Because I'm sending in your heart my Holy Spirit. Who shall be in you? Who shall comfort you? He will strengthen you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus hasn't left us. He is with us by his spirit. 
so I can travel with confidence. I can I can walk through life with, with boldness. I, I I can face tomorrow. It says it says it says it says because I live, thank God is not dead. We don't serve a dead God. He's called the God of the living, not the God of the dead. Government can down. And they're tying the world today. Nations can collapse. Things can go something of but guess what? We serve the God who is alive. He says, I'm he that died. Here alive and alive forevermore. You want to go to me. And if he's a living God, then he's living to see that we also live. It's a call for us to, to focus our attention on him. Think through your life. How many times has God come through for you and, 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 and surprised you? What you knowing of his supply, of his forgiveness, of his grace? How many times? Do you see in the Bible, every time Christ did something powerful, they will forget. They will keep pointing at, at the lack, at, at the trouble. And we say, what's wrong with you? Didn't I just do something great? Why can't this one just encourage you to see that if I did it in the past, then I can do it now and the future? I choose to look ahead. Not look behind. Our time is almost up tonight. But this is the year that you produce fruit. For by it, God is glorified. Now, what did John point at of the fruit? Tonight, I'm going to say that, and they will continue on Thursday. John the Baptist began to point to certain things that, you know, when he says, bring forth fruit. Now, the question is, what, the, what was it referring to by, by, by bringing forth fruit? Come with me in your Bible tonight to Luke's Gospel, the third chapter, and I'll close for that tonight. Look free, quickly. Look free. These are, the, these are part of the food that God expects of us. Expressly written down. And if I were you, I would study them and I begin to do them because I'm wired by God to do them. Praise God. Let's go this evening. Luke's Gospel, the third chapter. Luke 3, we read from verse... Um, from verse 7 of Luke 3, from verse 7. Then said he to the multitude that came forth to baptize, O generation of vipers, who had warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Now, this is story we will find in Matthew 3. But Luke gave us a, more details to, to, to the explanation of the fruit bearing that John gave, that Matthew and Mark did not record for us. Let's go on. Verse 8. Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance. And begin not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to be our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid at the root of the trees. And every tree, therefore, which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into fire. Verse 10. And the people asked him, saying, what shall we do then? He answered them. Now, this is, they asked him, what is the fruit you are talking about? Now, he began to talk about it. Number one, he said to them, he that had two coats, let him impart to him that had none. So John was preaching a social gospel. How we relate to our environment. This is in the will of God. But as we go in deeper, you discover that this is a subset of the true gospel message. You cannot do this and inherit the kingdom. But you cannot be in the kingdom and not do this. So, so there are fruits in the kingdom that we produce by the nature of God in us, and there are fruits that we produce in relation to the world by the reason and the token of the redemptive grace we have enjoyed in Christ. Let's go to this very quickly as we close. He said, And he that had meat, let him do likewise. Then came him the publicans to baptize and said to them, Master, what shall we do? That is, what fruit should we produce as publicans? What he said to them. Exact no more than that which is appointed you. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said to them, Do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. Now, I'll, I'll end here this evening. What was John saying? Even in the, in the baptism of repentance, fell to the gospel message, there are fruits that 
were, were, that, that was expected of the people. And this is called social engagement. If you are a worker, you fall Godly fruit. Whatever you do, there are things that, that goes in tandem with repentance. You cannot say I've repented and not and not do something that 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 is that is that, that brings glory to God. Amen. Part of your social fruit, you know, you can be the boss and you find someone who is elderly. Stand up, let them sit. He's good. You can be in the boss, and there are people who you know don't have too much. You can pay for somebody else. You can buy lunch for someone. You can be a blessing to someone. It's part of the food that God expects of us. Don't close your eyes to the poor. It says, for he that giveth to the poor, lendeth to the Lord. Galatians 2 verse 10. Paul says, we were told not to forget the poor, which also we were, we were, we were forward. That means as, as, as believers, God expects us to be generous. It's a fruit of repentance. Even though being generous cannot save, but when we are saved, the Spirit of God in us enables us, guides us, and leads us to be kind to our fellow human beings. One of the problems we find in the world today is no more kindness. There's no more good. No, 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 no one is willing to do good. Now, some are still out there doing good, but 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 you find more violence, more evil. If if only the church people, the church folks can rise up and, and do good, the world will change. Christ will be glorified. The Father will be glorified. But everybody is selfish, self-centered. Wants their own in this year. God wants you to bear fruit, and that fruit will abide. Why would God ask you to bear fruit? Because the seed of God abides in you. We will take it up from here next class as we explore the spiritual fruit that God expects of us. The one that John has highlighted. That James also mentioned in James 47. That, 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 that this, God expects us to visit those in prison and, 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 and take care of the fatherless and the widows. is part of the fruit that God expects. Now, see, see, this is changing me. Guess what? I will sit down and look at these things myself and see where I'm, I'm lagging behind and begin to do it. That's how to work in the light of the world. That's how God's word you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. We, we, we are led by his word. We take steps in his word. That's how his word becomes light and lamp to our feet and to our path. That's how we, we walk in grace because we walk in obedience. Every time we see God's instruction, God's law for us, we obey. Turn me to that as I close. Galatians chapter number two. And verse 10. For the crux of all the teaching is obedience. Galatians 2, verse 9 and 10. And when James and Peter and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship, that we should go unto the hidden and they unto the salvation. Only that we that we would, only they would that we should remember the poor. Guess what? The same which I also was forward or ready to do. That's the good heart. The good heart is the heart that hears the word of God and is eager and ready. Not explaining it away, but ready to do it. And to, and to him that does, God gives more grace to do more. Bearing fruit in righteousness. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again tonight. Because you make us to grow more way. Your desire is that we bear fruit and the fruit will abide. For hearing you are glorified. Be glorified, Lord, in our lives as we bear much fruit. With the praise and glory of your name. But I pray that everyone who has heard me tonight will look in to their lives. 
we look into the areas of the deficiencies. We begin to make amends and bear much fruit because of the seed of God that abides in us. May our lives praise you. May our lives bring glory. May we shine forth your grace. May we shine forth your truth. May, 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 may your word be light again in our world. May men not speak evil against you through our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Mr. Amen. God bless you tonight. I hope you'll be blessed in this teaching. But my desire is that you pick something to do tonight. Let something change. Let something shift. Let this be the shift that God will bring to you tonight. Bearing fruit. Righteousness. God bless you. We'll see you again on Thursday at the same time as we continue deeper in our teaching as we walk in obedience to God's word. God bless you. Have a blessed night, Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen.